Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode, today we have with us Narayanan Murli, who is Senior Human Resource Business Partner at Amazon. Hi Narayan, thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? Hey, thanks Rudi for inviting me. I'm doing good and looking forward to this conversation. It's pleasure having you here Narayanan. So just to set some context about you and what you do, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your career journey till now? Sure. Uh, I'll actually like go back to 2012. That's when I started. Interestingly, as an engineer, so I did my Bachelor of Engineering from a college affiliated to Anna University in Chennai. Uh, right. So, uh, so the first couple of years of my career was as a software developer. Yeah. And uh, but during that course, I kind of wanted to do something different and. Uh, to be honest, I was reading up about different courses that I can do uh, in MBA and I thought that human resources is the best fit of the lot. It's, I wouldn't say that I was like dreaming about getting into human resources, but really, to be honest, it's about finding the right fit from your, uh, you know, from your skill set standpoint, right? So that's, that's where it began. So I did my MBA for a, obviously for a couple of years, uh, specialized in human resources. Uh, and then my HR journey really began in 2016, uh, albeit I did an internship in 2015 as well, right? So uh, so it's been about seven to eight years in HR. And I guess during this last seven to eight years, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a pretty enriching uh, journey, if I were to put it in one uh, term. And, uh, and, you know, one of the things you always want as someone starting your career in a field is to get breadth of exposure, which I've been lucky enough to get across different uh, domains in uh, HR, whether it's, it it started with talent management and uh, performance management, and then uh, went into, then I got into an HR business partner role. uh, And the role, I mean, HRBP role itself, as you would know, is quite, uh, you know, like it, it's it has a huge breadth, right? So uh, then, obviously, it went into uh, talent development, uh, got exposure to compensation, ER, uh, you know, and then other topics like change management, HR technology, which is obviously a big buzzword. I mean, these days, right? So yeah, I, I mean, just to sum it up, I guess it's been like it's been pretty good last seven to eight years. Yeah, I must say, like, there's a plethora of learning you have, as you mentioned, you have worked in different domains different verticals in HR. So I must say our listener will get a lot of insights from your learnings uh, during your career journey. So as someone who has who has working in the HRBP role for a while now, I just wanted to ask you like what according to you are some of the important skill sets for an HRBP? And of course it was not, you know, the role was not popular before, but it has evolved in the last few years. So how has this role evolved? And what do you think are the skill sets for an HR? 
Yeah, that that's a good question, and and I guess you you were saying that it wasn't really popular because it was considered a very generalist yeah. sort of a role, right? I mean, it yeah. was actually called HR generalist for I yeah. think, a long period of time, and I think there was this perception that that means uh, you have to do everything that the COE functions will not do, right? But thankfully, that's not the case. I think the most important skill set that I have learned in the last seven to eight years as an hrbp is there is no definition of an hrbp role right so you can't get into a company or you can't get into a hrbp role even within a company saying hey this is what i will do uh, this is what this role is about and this is what i will not do right and it really is dependent on your business context your clients your stakeholders because as the role uh, uh, is you know the term itself is hr business partner actually one of one of the business leaders that i supported uh, he actually told me something interesting he said for you to be successful in this role think yeah. about the term business business first and okay. then hr right so yeah. i i kind of took that as a interesting takeaway because yeah. I, i you know you always have a because you do your i did my mba in hr there is obviously some grounding in hr that i already have right so i'm aware of whether it's compensation whether it's talent development er you already have uh, the foundational knowledge and most companies at least ones i worked for have a strong central team a coe team as you call it right of these functions so you can always lean on them to get expertise provide solutions but what you don't learn generally in your mba or what you can't really lean on is uh, you know understanding your business well or you know understanding your clients and stakeholders well and bringing that context into creating solutions Definitely. so i would say that's probably the biggest learning i'm still learning i'm not saying that i'm perfect at it right so keeps you have to keep evolving you have to keep changing your thought process uh and moving with the times uh and i have had the opportunity to support multiple businesses whether it's operations technology like pure pure play technology finance etc right so it all unique kind of stakeholders unique challenges from a people standpoint so i've always had to like kind of change my own mental model about how i uh, do things and uh, what kind of solutions or value add i am able to bring in to my uh, business leaders definitely i think the great analogy you have mentioned about knowing what business is and then after knowing what human uh, partner is so definitely and of course like you should know your business until and unless you will get your, the practical experience so the practical experience is most important knowing your business so definitely success as in hrbp means you know knowing the ins and outs of how a business work and what it needs to hit a goal so very well said uh, narayanan so i just know, want to clarify a couple of yeah. things right i think one is knowing in and out of your business doesn't mean you have to perform that business right so if yeah. i am for example doing supporting a team of software engineers it doesn't yeah. mean i need to know to code that's not my job definitely right? but but what i'm trying to say is you need to understand what is this particular team's long term strategy what are some of their short term goals you yeah. need to sit on their business review meetings you need to have an opinion about what the business strategy is because that's how you'll create your people strategy for them right so whenever for example i work on a people strategy you know like discussion or you know conversation with my leader the first thing i do is say as i ask the leader to send 
their business strategy uh, document, for example, or a presentation, whatever form they use. Uh, and then I spent some time reading through that and going through it. And, and that's and that forms the basis of creating people's strategy. So what I'm trying to say is you can't have, you can't operate in a siloed or standalone manner without really understanding what your business challenges are, right? So I think that that's what I want to kind of call out specifically when I meant that you need to understand the business. And the second thing, which I think you briefly mentioned or touched upon is you need to get your, you need to know how to, or you need to really get your hands dirty, right? In terms of, even if it includes doing some mundane operational tasks to initially earn the trust of your stakeholder or business, uh, do it, right? That's a, that's how you establish trust. Uh, you can't like be picky, nitpicky about what you'll do, what you'll not do, at least in, in those initial stages. Uh, really, I think, so I think, I guess it's also a lot of, there is a human angle to it. It's a lot of like building relationships and understanding them and uh, being able to hear them out, uh, etc. Right. So I would just probably like add those two. Uh, that makes things. a lot of sense. Definitely true. Very well said. So, you know, I think, of course, we must know that the most challenging thing as an uh, HRBP is to keep their employee engaged, especially during the pandemic. Everyone must agree. So I must say that the pandemic has really acted as an accelerator and maybe uh, evolved what people want from their HR systems. So I just wanted to ask you, like, how can organization effectively manage employee relation and maintain culture in an era of remote work? What do you think? Yeah, it's a pretty loaded question. Honestly, I don't think anyone has found the right formula yet. Yeah. And I just want to go back. Okay, like let's... Let's take a few steps back prior to the pandemic. Prior to the pandemic, how the situation was people going to office almost every day. Pretty like generalized setups in terms of how you handle uh, employee relations or how do you disseminate culture, right? Because in your own office setup, you have all of these cultural artifacts everywhere. You know, you just, for example, you enter an office building, even the way uh, your conference rooms are and or the kind of, you know, like stuff that you see even in the office walls gives you a an idea of how the culture is, right? Yeah. Uh, and then obviously working hours and the kind of benefits, those also like kind of amplify or talk or give you a sense of what the culture is. Now the pandemic came, uh, I think everyone went into a kind of like a survival mode, right? Uh, that, hey, you know what, let's do only the basics, mm. focus on the essentials. And, uh, uh, and so when that uh, came in, I think it also accelerated a lot of technology uh, around improving communications, right? So uh, right now, even the fact that we are speaking on Zoom is actually one of the uh, outcomes of the the pandemic-induced uh, era, right? Yeah. Where every company has accelerated uh, adoption of technology. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of communication was obviously virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was super important during pandemic uh, to ensure that the communication is uniform. Yeah. Right. So there was a lot of emphasis on, you know, kind of uh, calibrating with managers and uh, making them capable in terms of ensuring a consistent employee experience in a virtual setup. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was challenging for new hires, especially to understand the culture of any company that they're joining, uh, especially in a pandemic era. So uh, that still remains a challenge as we go into the next phase, which is the hybrid mode as I would call it, where companies are doing, I don't know, like two, three days in office, majority of them. And and, uh, the 
I I would say the uh, challenges around uh, communication are still there. Like for example, uh, a lot of companies are still grappling with how or what percentage of the employee communication or strategy should be virtual versus where do we go for an in-person kind of a model. Uh, a lot of managers are actually struggling with understanding how to engage their teams, uh, especially uh, teams which are hybrid as well, right? So there is a hybrid work model, but you also have hybrid teams, right? So multiple people in different locations. Uh, so it's impossible to all bring them all together uh, on a frequent basis in one conference room or meeting, right? So those challenges are there uh, in terms of not only maintaining culture, but uh, you know, like ensuring fairness and equity in even outcomes, like how do you uh, appraise performance or promote people, right? So I think from nature, uh, it's a system standpoint, it's super important to ensure that you are, you still continue encouraging or ensuring that all of those things that you gained or learned from the pandemic continue, right? So, so that we, for example, continue accelerating the use of technology, ensuring that managers are you know, kind of uh, understanding of the fact that they, are, they have hybrid teams and there is no one-size-fits-all approach, right? So yeah. uh, that's important. And from a culture and employee relations standpoint, I think over-communicating is a strategy that we should, I mean, most companies should use, which is don't assume that uh, employees uh, know where to reach out to, for example, if they have a concern, keep amplifying it, right? Keep like spreading the message, keep communicating through multiple challenge channels, especially, you know, virtually, right? So that everyone gets the message and it's not just for the people who are regularly coming into office and they're able to see these artifacts or posters which tell them where, where to reach out to right so i would say that's uh, something that we should look out for but yeah it's a, it's a challenge to be honest right and it, i think companies are constantly evolving in terms of how do they adapt uh, now to this uh, hybrid uh, mode definitely that makes a lot of sense even building a strong remote Work culture is a necessity for businesses today, of course. And as you mentioned about technology, of course, it's a lot bit easier now because of technology. And all all of us must agree that technology is revolutionizing the way we work. Yeah, so, and on the remote thing, right? It's uh, non-negotiable now. Like yeah. companies cannot say, "Hey, we will not have remote friendly policies." Yeah. Or, or I wouldn't say friendly, but let's say policies that enable remote work if needed, yeah. because you want to reach out to talent everywhere, Definitely. right? You don't want to restrict yourself just to like one set of yeah. talent who are okay to come into office Definitely. day in and day out. Yeah. They cannot stick to the traditional uh, approaches. They have to move to the digital approach, of course. So yeah, just on the basis of this, I wanted to ask you like, how can organization leverage technology and digital tools? to streamline HR processes because, of course, in HR process, it's the technology is revolutionizing. So how can it hand, it enhance the overall efficiency? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. Thanks, Riddhi. So I would like, I would say like two things, right? One is like HR process is no different from a business process, yeah. right? You, you have to have certain, you have certain set of inputs and then you want to have a certain set of outputs, which is a process. and there is the only way how do you accelerate it uh, accelerate the output is by using technology right which brings in efficiencies uh, which helps your manpower or uh, human capital if that's the right word to focus on more value adding tasks uh, you know etc right so i think 
there's it's an absolute no brainer that uh, you have to accelerate technology or use or start adopting technology if you haven't uh, even in hr systems or processes secondly having done that which is like the bare minimum try and try and understand where you can bring in efficiencies and make your hr professionals more successful like i think a lot of companies what they're doing is enabling a lot of self service for employees and managers right and what that does is you, you it takes away time spent by hr people or hr professionals on routine uh, end to end uh, queries or mundane daily queries that they typically answer frees up a lot of their time because it this is getting done through chatbots or etc cetera, etc cetera, right so and then what it leaves them time for is more value adding work because ultimately they are also knowledge workers at the end of the day right so that gives for example as an hrbp now i have more time to spend with my business to advise them on people strategy or uh, you know for example how do they do succession planning you know these kind yeah. of conversations you would typically not have if you spend all of your day handling employee concerns right so or queries uh, i'm not saying those are not important to handle but i'm saying there's yeah. a better way of handling it and technology yeah. technology and that's where my point uh, the earlier to the early question was technology also brings in a lot of uniformity and it democratizes the whole experience for everyone right so it creates a uniform employee experience right so that's that's where technology is super important so for example on the second point i was saying where it allows hr professionals to add more value a lot of organizations now are building technology teams embedded technology teams within the hr larger hr organization right and uh, this is um, this is kind of like accelerating everywhere like now you have teams of data scientists and you know like research scientists embedded within the hr team and what they are essentially doing is allowing or giving insights to hr professionals through data which we never had even like 5 years back and using those insights we are able to kind of go back and tell business hey you know i see this data you know for example these are a set of individuals you have in your organization and using this complicated algorithm i'm able to see that you have x percentage who are at an attrition risk right so can we start looking at a strategy for that x percentage who might leave if you don't do something proactive now you never had this kind of data right a few years back yeah uh, right but now it's increasingly available and you are also able to bring out insights from the data so that you can present a story and help your business right so i think that is super super critical and it's also happening really fast so i think as an hr professional i need to be aware of technology and be able to use technology to my advantage to help my business stakeholders right i can no longer say hey i will continue just operating on using my experience and what i think should be done and i will not use data i think that's it, it's no longer acceptable right even even you know for example sports teams right yeah. uh, literally every sport uh, sport team has a bunch of data scientists if if not something more right so they're getting a lot of data from uh, uh, insights from data rather and which is helping them perform better on the field right so that yeah. I, i would say the same thing applies to hr definitely so very well said as concluding your point because there are many vertic- uh, as you said there are many verticals in the hr domain for example payroll compliance many more so if we'll automate that verticals then you know hr professional can focus on more strategic initiatives and high value tasks that require human expertise such as talent acquisition employee engagement and organizational development so definitely 
it is very important to know which domain you need to automate yeah. and which domain you can uh, put your expertise in i would say see automation is i think already uh, there in a lot of processes yeah. uh, automation is kind of like the first step but i'm saying that organizations are going beyond that now right it's is not just about simple hey you know what there are there's this task which has 10 steps let's automate it hmm. uh, and let the hr focus on the 11th step onwards right but yeah. now it's beyond that it's almost like hey you know what you don't need to do any of these things anymore because technology is taking care of it for you so what value are you bringing in right and hey by the way we have bunch of data available you know yeah. why don't you use that data to kind of help business right so and there are two things that are happening there one is uh, increasingly as an hrbp i am spending time crunching the data looking at what kind of uh, insights are coming out or i am using the help of like i said data analysts or even data scientists to kind of kind of uh, help bring those insights uh, right so organizations are kind of going in that direction where they are building in house technology talent who can help hr right so hr is becoming almost like a business in a way definitely right? so if you look at hr as a business every business needs technology hr also needs its own technology uh resources in the form definitely. of all these uh, data scientists or engineers that i talked about definitely as you said of course hr is not limited to automation only but but also it's evolving day by day so you know knowing the trends and technologies very much important nowadays so as we look forward to the future of hr what do you see as the biggest challenges and opportunities for hr professionals in the coming years if you can highlight some of those for our listeners it would be great yeah i think we've already faced a lot of challenges in the last few years <laughs> with technology coming in so i think that would i would say that's number one it will keep accelerating the pace at which things are moving is it just it's stupendous and it's also exciting for example all these conversations around generative ai are super impactful for hr as well i think it's an opportunity more than a challenge to use this technology in hr and uh, i see it as no different from you know previous challenges that were thrown at uh, at the hr function and we were able to kind of rise not just rise up to the challenge but even kind of like tame it and become better so uh, i don't want to again keep repeating about technology and all of that so okay. i'll say that number one i think uh, number two challenge is and I, honestly i don't have the answer to this question as well is to how do you keep yourself uh, relevant as things change uh, things moving uh, things are moving so fast in today's world uh, you know like keep trying to answer this question every day when you go to work hey what what are you bringing to this organization Uh, or or this function right uh, you know and and it's probably not an individual question it's more of a existential question for the function itself right so what what are you bringing to the table that is unique or different from what uh, the business has or doesn't have uh, right so i think that will give a lot of answers in terms of where we need to focus on uh, and uh, it might also like be a good way to self reflect on where we need to kind of improve or uh, you know kind of go up the ladder or the scale other i mean in, in general like any other function challenges remain around keeping yourself abreast of what is happening in the larger world a lot of times what happens is when you work in an organization most of your time is 
kind of uh, spent focusing on internal uh, objectives goals etc right so it's not 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 a lot of time or energy you have to focus on the external world uh, right which i think is super important to kind of stay relevant and uh, be aware of some of the changes that are coming uh, yeah. even even in the hr function right and keep yourself uh, kind of trying to evolve where you can so i would probably leave it at these larger themes one is obviously technology number two is to kind of see what you are bringing to the table uh, right uh, every day uh, don't i mean every day is different really in in our function and number three keep looking outside in terms of being aware of what is happening in the external uh, market uh, and may, and maybe not just limit yourself to hr function per se but see what what is happening say in the marketing industry or uh, in 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 finance because you know the next thing you know that might happen to hr as well right so hr is not operating in a siloed manner right so i think it's important to keep yourself aware of what's happening in some of these other functions definitely to keep aware of yourself and to keep updated what is happening you can you know overcome any challenges in the coming future so very well said that makes a lot of sense narayanan and i'm sure there's a lot of take away from the content you have shared today thank no, you thank you it was a pleasure uh, talking to you yeah i hope readers take something out of this and maybe it might be helpful when they if, when they begin their career journey or even if they've already begun their career journey in hr yes so this brings us to the end of our conversation but before we leave can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you yeah so i'm available on linkedin so uh, my name full name is narayanan murli so you can hit me up on linkedin happy to connect uh, and yeah thank you narayanan it was lovely hosting you today thank you riddhi it was a pleasure